You know, I think this episode of Sports Central, part of the Closing Tag Network, can be summed up in four simple words. Those four simple words are, I told you so. So, last couple days have been pretty busy in terms of NFL coaching changes. First, there's some movement going on in Denver. No, 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 Sean Payton's not fired. We can only wish. Actually, I kind of want him to stay in Denver so he can sink that team further into the ground, but that's another story. No, he has now hired Pete Carmichael as his new offensive coordinator. Pete Carmichael was the offensive coordinator for the Saints towards the end of Peyton's time there. So, of course, now everybody's saying, hey, if Russell Wilson's on his way out, just bring in Taysom Hill, which... Kind of makes sense because Taysom Hill's a quarterback. But anyway. But no, that's not the reason I'm crowing today. The reason I'm crowing today is that the Seattle Seahawks have hired Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald to be the new head coach. And I don't know about y'all, but I, for one, am excited. If you can't tell. No, uh, McDonald basically had one of the best defenses in the league, in my opinion. Maybe the best in the entire league. I mean, they basically took a high-powered Kansas City Chiefs offense and held them to zero points in the second half of the conference championship. Not that it did them any good, but they did. So I'm excited to see what McDonald can do with a very loaded and very talented uh, Seahawks defense. There are some major league. Um, there's some major league potential in that defense. I mean, you got guys like Witherspoon that could potentially be like the next Antonio Cromartie. I mean, easily. Easily. Bobby Wagner's already declared that he's coming back. So. You have a Pro Bowl veteran linebacker already on your team. So he could essentially transition after next season from one of the linebacker players to maybe the linebacker coach. Never know. Now, what does this mean for the offense? Well, they're going to have to hire someone as the offensive coordinator. Pretty much all the coordinators for Seattle are gone. 
So they're going to have to start from scratch. And keep in mind, Pete Carroll, who is still with the Seahawks as an advisor, is also a defensive first coach. Keep in mind that that's where he got his start in college uh, before he became the head coach for USC. So defensive-minded coach first, and then you add in a little bit of offense, you know, ball management, that sort of thing. Keep in mind, the Seahawks' biggest problem besides dogs barking, uh, the Seahawks' biggest problem has always been, you know, their defense, at least for the last couple of years. So if they can figure out a way to solve the defensive problem, they can keep the offense essentially as it is now, and they're easily a playoff team. So I'm not worried about the offense. I think this is going to be a great move. I think, you know, I'm excited. It's like I was telling my brother last night. I think that this is the first time in a while that I'm legitimately excited to be a Seahawks fan going into an NFL season. So, good times ahead, good times. And who knows, maybe the Seahawks and Chiefs will face each other in the Super Bowl somewhere down the line before Mahomes hangs it up. Never know. One team that I don't think is going to be making the Super Bowl anytime soon, the Washington Commanders, or as I call them, the Red Command Team. They also have hired their new head coach. And as expected, they have gone with the traditional, lame, predictable, old man hire. No, 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 they didn't hire Bill Belichick. Though that would have been funny. No, they hired Dan Quinn from the Cowboys. To his credit, we talk a lot, we crow a lot about, you know, the Ravens defense and the Chiefs defense and the Lions defense. The Cowboys defense was actually pretty good this year too. And part of that defense was megastar Micah Parsons. Dan Quinn has had a huge hand in developing Parsons and that defense. So could he potentially, you know, convert that commander's team to an excellent defense in their own right? Possibly. I mean, they have the cap space, they have the roster space, they have the draft picks, they have a lot going for them, though I suspect they'll be using that first draft pick um, on a quarterback, especially if the Bears don't. So that's something to keep an eye on but I don't suspect the commanders are going to do much next year. I just don't see it. 
Now, could it be a Dan Campbell type of thing where, you know, Quinn takes over and gradually makes the commanders a legitimate threat? Possibly. But given his track record, because he's been a head coach before, given that he didn't do a very good job in Atlanta, I'm not so sure about Washington. I'm not so sure about Quinn being a head coach in Washington. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Now, this officially means that two head coaches in particular are now out of a job. Like, none of the other coaching positions are opening up. So it's very likely that both Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel are going to be spending 2024 at home. And in Belichick's case, I think this means he's done. I mean, you see it around the league with guys like Sean McVay, guys like Mike McDonald, guys like Dan Campbell, guys like um, uh, Kyle Shanahan. The NFL coaching scene is getting younger and younger and younger. I mean, McDonald is 36 and he's the youngest coach in the entire league right now. So with the coaching scene getting younger and younger and younger and Belichick at 72, about to turn 73, I just don't see where there's a place for him anymore in the NFL. I mean, the two oldest coaches in the entire league from last year are now both gone. Belichick and uh, Pete Carroll. So, yeah, sucks, but hope he enjoyed those six Super Bowl rings while he did. As for Vrabel, I think Vrabel lands on as a defensive coordinator. I would not mind seeing Mike Vrabel as the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks. I know I'm getting greedy when I say that, but more please, more please. Um, or he could be the new defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. I don't know. One guy that's not going to be out of a job anytime soon, Tom Brady. Bet you didn't think you'd hear that name today. Tom Brady announced yesterday that he is now going to be a part of the Fox NFL analyst team. He will essentially be taking Greg Olson's job. Greg Olson's not getting fired. He's just getting demoted. So the primary color analyst is going to be Tom Brady. The secondary uh, color analyst is going to be Greg Olson. So it's very likely the next time that Fox is the television uh, station that hosts the Super Bowl. I don't know when that's going to be. I know this year's CBS. I know because my Paramount Plus subscription won't stop reminding me But 
the next time Fox hosts the Super Bowl, it's very likely that Tom Brady will be on the call. So Tom Brady will get to go to yet another Super Bowl, as if he doesn't already have enough. But that's pretty much all the football news. Checking in on our favorite lovely losers over in the NBA, the Detroit Pistons are still at only six wins. They lost last night to Cleveland. Yay, Cleveland. Uh, and as far as the standings go, uh, New York, the New York Knicks are starting to move up. I honestly thought this year, this year was going to be the year, especially now that Derrick Rose is in Memphis. I honestly thought this was going to be the year that Tom Thibodeau was going to just fall completely off the wagon. Players were going to tune him out. They were going to basically say to hell with this guy. And they were going to, you know, rebel. And, of course, Leon Rose and or James Dolan was going to basically show him the door. That has not been the case. If anything, he's getting better. Maybe he's learned his lessons from his failures in both Minnesota and Chicago. I don't know. I mean, having OG Ananobi probably helps too. So, all of that said, there's a lot of rumor and speculation as far as, I mean, you get this every time around the this time of year. You know, all-star games coming up. All the starters have already been announced. By the way, congratulations, LeBron, for making... 20 appearances in what I like to call the NBA Popularity Contest. Yeah. I don't consider the All-Star Game to be a measurement of actual excellence anymore. That's reserved for the All-NBA teams at the end of the year. The All-Star Game, in my opinion, is nothing more than a popularity contest. The fans proved as such when they kept voting Yao Ming into the starting lineup. Yao Ming, even at one point where he wasn't playing at all. I mean, that kind of tuned me out of the All-Star game altogether. I mean, the coaches typically get the reserves right, but the starters are a complete shit show every single year. And this year is no different because, as I said, LeBron James is now making his 20th appearance in the All-Star Game thanks to the fans. I guarantee if it were to up to nothing more than the coaches, LeBron would barely make the team. He probably doesn't even want to play in the All-Star Game. Have you considered that? I mean, we saw how well him showing out for the in-season tournament has worked out. And of course, as typical, the ESPN puppets, I mean talking heads, 
are saying that it's time for Darvin Ham to be fired. Of course. I mean, I basically called it several weeks ago. Darvin Ham is going to be the fall guy for LeBron because LeBron can't win without help or without the right coach and da-da-da-da. Insert excuses here. But pretty much the standings out west are pretty much the same. Golden State is still as hopeless as ever. Yeah. That's pretty much it for this episode of Sports Central. I'll, again, I will continue to keep you guys updated on Detroit Watch, as I like to call it. Especially now with football pretty much winding down. I will not be discussing the Baltimore Orioles being sold because, again, I could care less. And if you want to hear more about, you know, other sports and whatnot, I would not mind inserting a boxing take here or there. I would not mind inserting a hockey take here or there. I would not mind, you know, talking more soccer. But in order to do that, I kind of need a little help from you guys. I kind of need some help with you in terms of, you know, reviews on Spotify. Spotify is now open to receiving reviews. In fact, this particular episode, if you listen to it on Spotify, there should be a field underneath the episode description that allows you to leave a review. Reviews are nice, and they help with the algorithm. Same thing on Facebook. Social interaction on Facebook is definitely helpful. So, if you're watching this on Facebook, like the video, comment on the video, and share the video with your friends. Oh, listen to this jackass talking about the NFL wearing a Seahawks hat. Yeah. You do the same thing on YouTube. Like the video, comment, leave a comment. Comments are nice as long as they're not spamming. And subscribing to the channel, hitting the bell for notifications so that when I do drop a new video, you are alerted. And one other thing that could potentially help with that is donations. There is a link to the blog site for uh, this particular podcast. Um, It'll be in the episode description. You can leave a donation. There should be a donate button on pretty much every single one of the pages, no matter where you're going in the Closing Tech Network. You can leave a donation. Donations will be nice. So... All that said, I mean, I do do this for fun. This is not a job. This is not something that I'm solely relying on for income. 
believe me, if that were the case, I would not be having much of a, you know, living situation. Now, I, I do have a job and I do have a business. So this is pretty much, you know, house money. As far as I'm concerned, not house money, but like the old gambling term house money. So donations would be very nice. But mostly I'm looking for likes and I'm looking for comments. So all of that said, thank you for those of you that have donated for that are currently listening and for watching and downloading this podcast onto Spotify and whatnot, as well as watching. Did I mention watching? Yeah, I mentioned watching. Never mind. I haven't had my coffee yet. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you guys for doing everything you can to help the podcast. Those of you that have done so, your efforts are not going unnoticed. So thank you. I'm going to go make coffee. So until next time, guys. Remember to include your closing tags. Thanks.